Let me. I'll be back. Hold up for a second. Okay. Oh man, that was so much fun. It was. I've never had so much fun playing a game like this. Close that for now. Oh, that was great. We need that to do. That was crazy. Yeah. But that was fun. We should do that again more. Mm -hmm. Oh, we are gonna do it another time. I mean, like other time. You should be able to, I mean, so we're doing it again to let the, um, to let people who didn't join get to join again. Yeah. Yeah. Play later. I'll sit, right. I'll sit out the next rounds. Yeah. So we get more people to actually play the game and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing is like, we all played and we end up having a fun time. So yeah, yeah, we should do, we definitely should do more like games like this mm -hmm. among us or, uh, quiplash and things like that. <laughs> Tonight really showed me we can open up a whole different thing with this. We, oh yeah, we, we can change. We can do a lot of things. Just show me that there is a demand for it. Yeah, it was, it was kind of laggy because of so many oh, people. Yeah. I think right. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, background I think noise. I, let's see. I might, I might host one up for my birthday in two days. Let's see. <laughs> birthday's in two days? So many birthdays. Yeah, my birthday's January 2nd. Oh nobody, my god. Nobody knew about that, huh? <laughs> I know. I did not know that. I just learned Bursa's birthday is, is tomorrow. And you're I, I didn't know that either. Me? I didn't know Bursa's birthday was tomorrow. But yeah, yeah my, my birthday. Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah. I, actually if, I actually posted it as an announcement in the other server. So you can go look in there. I put your, I tagged you in it. I think. Uh, yeah, you did. I saw that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Well, now I gotta remember that so I can make you a gift. I got, I gotta do Burster's gift tomorrow. Don't worry. I, I don't think anybody knew my birthday was tomorrow. I mean, two days. Somebody, <laughs> somebody said we gotta do this on Sunny's birthday. Well, I mean, my birthday is February fourteenth. Just so you guys can remember, it's Valentine's Day. I'll be turning Ooh. 25 this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so you don't make the Spongebob joke. You know what's funnier than 24? 25. Nice. <laughs> I'm June 18th and turning 21. Uh, I'm going to be... Like... I'm going to be 31. Oh, great, guys. <laughs> I sure hope you don't feel it. I, I mean, I'm trying to be as young as possible. So, I mean, age is just a number. Yeah. Nino said he was turning 20. I think he said, no, wait. Was it first or he turned 21? Was it Nino? I think it was Nino. He said he was turning yeah. 21. I'm like, I'm so old. I remember when I was 21. <laughs> <laughs> I will be 23 this year. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, only I agree. I should get something right here related. I remember um in 2019 when the Loud House, Loud House Instagram posted the 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 lobby drawing and the Rodican drawing for Valentine's Day. That was the biggest highlight of 2019 for my birthday. Then they didn't do that last year. Maybe they'll do it this year. I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up though. <laughs> oh yeah. Let everyone verify. But I'm looking forward to all the stuff that's coming this year because I think so far, like the animation stuff, it's gonna be fun. Oh yeah. From what I'm seeing, yes. Yeah, like we have the Loud House movie coming out this year. 
Oh my god. I can't oh, wait till we find right. out about the movie. I know. It's gonna be so much fun. It's giving us, it's giving us, it's giving us a lot of hope. Hopefully we get, like, some trailer coming out soon. Yeah. Or yeah. So, or any information about it. We know nothing about the movie. Movie, yeah. Yeah. Except for that logo. That's it. But we got new episodes of the shows coming out in January. So that's oh, yes. Mm-hmm. The other episodes I'm freaking out about. <laughs> I'm just kind of excited for those. I'm just kind of excited for those Crossing Rodney's episodes. Oh, I mean, my gosh. Those two, talk the, about those? Two oh. I've already showed up on, on Amazon, but there's two other episodes that I haven't that we haven't seen yet. So well, you guys talked about the Katsugari episodes that were announced. The you know the four other ones yeah. that we heard about. Yeah, those we did. I'm like freaking out about, especially two. <laughs> Teacher episodes. one is going to be interesting. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like Casagrande, don't do this to me again. Don't pull a grandparent trap on me. But they're gonna do. It. They're gonna pull a heart. They're gonna pull our heartstrings on that. Plus, they're also oh pulling our heartstrings for. They're pulling our heartstrings for that. Uh, Roddy and Bestie fight. I'm like, what? Oh, man. Oh, I have God. so many predictions for that episode, man. I could go on a full rant about that one. Just like, why are you guys doing side by side? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just one, it's just, just 30 minutes of us just having our hearts wrenched or something from these oh, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's basically 9.30. So, I guess we'll just kind of go through everything I got. I have eight slides. If we skip through some of them with uh, other topics, that's fine. Uh, but first up, the uh, Casa Grande's Christmas special. Who wants to go first with that one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody go first. Uh, I, uh, I want to go last because I, there's something I want to talk about with it. That I can talk about. <laughs> Okay, I'll have to I'll have to switch over to uh well I have to charge my phone so let me switch oh. over. Okay. So they okay. should go first. Then. Okay, fine. I'll I guess I'll go first on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do I explain this first? I mean, um, when it all began with Arturo coming back, I thought that was pretty cool, just having the family all together and. Uh, the whole synopsis of the story of Las Posadas, I, I actually never heard of this story before, but when I first saw what the meaning of it was, it was apparently the uh, journey with Mary and Joseph going to Bethlehem, if you know about that whole uh, story with Jesus and all. So they were celebrating that, and I thought that was uh, pretty cool to listen uh, to, uh, listen into knowing about the story and just how the Casa Grandes are celebrating that. Um, what was I going to say here? It is actually... It was actually pretty cool just seeing that. Um, and, uh, um, but where I, sorry, I'm trying to get my thoughts into this. Um, hmm. Oh, okay. Um, let's get back. Let's get back to the story here. Um, this when they when they're about to go to to celebrate uh, Las Posadas, um, you get to see the neighbors come in. Um, I was kind of shocked to see. Um, the neighbors coming in. I mean, Sid Chang having their like Christmas celebrations being all ruined. Um, but, uh, but I also didn't notice that uh, Mr. Nakamura actually had a son named uh, Corey. And I think I kind of emphasized that before that Corey was Mr. Nakamura's son, but we didn't approve it until now. So here we go. I didn't know about that, but that gives us more of a little bit of a story. Hopefully, that we get like a story of Casa Grande's having Mr. Nakamura and his son in an episode together or something. Um, 
I thought that was pretty cool having all the neighbors come in um, and just having that story of that episode, of that part of the episode come in. Um, I feel I real felt really bad for um, uh, what was it Arturo because pretty much he had to go through all this uh, difficulties of trying to get a good Christmas dinner happening because um, because of uh, what's been going on with neighbors coming in and everything. Um, I think me and Omid were actually talking about this back in our Loudcast Talks podcast of how Ronnie Ann was kind of a little bit selfish of trying to celebrate Las Posadas, but every neighbor over here was, you know, giving their Christmas ruined. At least Abuela was there just to liven up the mood and have and just pretty much welcome every Casa Grande neighbor to their uh celebrate to their celebration in the Casa Grande's um uh, what was it Casa Grande's uh apartment. Um so it was uh, that was actually pretty nice for Abuela, but of course, you know, there of course the big celebration is for Las Posadas and Roddy Ann trying her best to um, make make a good Christmas Eve. But unfortunately, there was all those neighbors. But what I love at the end though was that Roddy Ann uh, did her best to at least get everybody their Christmas back and to continue on with Las Posadas. And then, but the thing about the other thing too is that at the second part when Arturo is pretty much trapped in high and by. Um, that's what I thought was a pretty good moment seeing Bobby and Ronnie Ann just try to search for their dad. That, um, that part was pretty cool. Um, just seeing those two together and heads up, we don't want to see more episodes of Ronnie Ann and Bobby together if possible, which we probably will, which we will in the next couple episodes to say. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was great to see that, though, that chemistry come in with, uh, Ronnie Ann and Bobby together. Then, um, also seeing um, them try to fight out with the snow and all, the whole uh, plea that um, was it Arturo was able to make a friend with was pretty interesting. I, I didn't think that was actually necessary in the episode, but apparently that plea was uh, going to be very helpful. Uh, it kind of felt so bad considering that the Casa Grandes continue to go on and on trying to get their best Las Posadas, but it continued on having bad luck and all. Um, because Ronnie Ann tried to just find her dad, and then they got trapped in high and by, and he, and I think what was really heartwarming at the end, though, was the fact that, you know, with Ronnie Ann helping up with all the neighbors, the neighbors came back to help her out, and, and at the end, helped celebrate a great Las Posadas with all the neighbors, and you can totally see that in the ending sequence of, uh, the episode, where you get to see pretty much everybody. Um, definitely a heartwarming moment there at the end because that whole sequence of Bobby singing a song while the whole while the neighbors go and walk and pretty much sing carols and get uh, get candy. Um, you get to see everybody there, and it kind of reflects back on saying, "Hey, um, these characters are in season one. We still have <laughs> we're still remembering these characters like um, Roddy Ant's crew, Nikki Samir and Casey. You get to see Hong from that one episode, Bobo Business. You get to even see that one uh, artist dude from Going Overboard. So, really, a lot of references there. Even that, you know, even the magician from What's Love got to do with it. And it was pretty interesting just to see like everybody coming back and at the end having a fun uh, fiesta of Las Posadas or Christmas Eve with pretty much all the neighbors and the Casa Grandes. And of course, the Laos that came in last in the last second and the last thirty seconds of the episode, which was kind of a tease and definitely 
something that I really didn't like about because Nickelodeon pretty much put it out on the commercial that said that louds are coming to the Casa Grandes. And we were, and to be honest, the whole episode, we were just hoping that the louds would pop up in this episode sometime, but we didn't expect it to be at the end. So definitely a huge blow from Nickelodeon to do that, to actually advertise something that the louds would be coming into this episode. And at the end, get disappointed because they're just only there for 30 seconds. And now you kind of want to feel that we want to have a part two to this episode. Because <laughs> you kind of want to, you kind of wonder how the louds are going to be associated with the Casa Grandes again in this episode. But um, besides the whole disappointing fact that the louds just only was there for 30 seconds, um, I think this was a really good overall heartwarming episode. I mean, um, just seeing how the Casa Grandes celebrate. Um, uh, Las Posadas or Christmas together and just the fact that the neighbor that everybody was there was everybody in the episode was pretty much helpful the neighbors the Casa Grandes um what more, what more can I say uh, and the other thing too is that the family of Ronnie Ann Arturo Bobby and Maria just you know how heartwarming it is just to see Ronnie Ann and Bobby continue to help with this with their with their dad helping him out with whatever's going on so you know, I would like I said, a very amazing episode. Um, definitely, I, I would say a Christmas classic for sure. I, I guess I'll go. Yeah. Um, I the, to the thing about the Laos showing up like right at the end. Well, I I kind of expected it. Like that was the one thing about the episode. It kind of stayed with me from the beginning. Well, okay, they're advertising this, which probably means. It's going to be at the end because that's what Nick does. So I kind of went in expecting that, but that didn't make it any less annoying to see. I want, I want <laughs> well, to it, see more. It made it even better just because Lincoln got a line, though. At least he got a line. Imagine if he did it and they just showed up and then it just, like, cut to black. Disappointing. But the fact that Lincoln actually got to say something meant it being less disappointing to me personally, but I'll get to that in a second, but yeah. Right. I mean, if if they didn't have Lincoln say something, I would have expected a part two. But yeah, they had him definitely. say something, so. Um, and the scenes where they went and looked for Arturo, that made me see, it, it made kind of set the scene for me of the thing of, they lost their dad once, I don't want to lose him again. And that was really heartwarming. Um, trying to think of everything else, because I haven't watched the episode since it came out, so I'm trying to go through in my head what I do remember. Um, the things of Ronnie Ann wanting to celebrate Las Posadas, she was a bit selfish with that. I do agree on that part. She was being a bit self-centered, and I I wasn't for that. It's very unlike her. And, yeah, I think that's the three big things I wanted to say on it. And um, overall, though, barring the things that I didn't really have, I didn't really enjoy with it, it was a good Christmas special. I can't complain. I guess I'll go next then. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I have mixed feelings on this episode since I've watched it. Like, I don't think it's as amazing as, like, say, Eleven Louds of Leaping. That episode is still a very top-tier Christmas episode. And this one isn't is far from it. But it's still a nice episode. Like, it's not, like, amazing. But for their first Christmas episode, they did a pretty good job on it. You know, I like the idea of just them, again, showing off what how they celebrate Christmas. Well, they, they celebrate Las Posadas, which is on uh, December 20th. Pretty cool to see how they celebrate that. And 
I absolutely agree. I think Rodian was super selfish in this episode, which again, I, I don't believe is too off too off of her character, because remember in Operation Dad, she was so desperate to get Arturo to stay that she went to like lengths to get him back, even to the point where she pretended to be, you know, bad so she could get him to stay, and that was kind of selfish, but in the end she got what she wanted technically. But here yeah, I kind of wish she should not have been as selfish as she was, especially because, you know, all her neighbors, all their Christmases got messed up. Like, all their plans got messed up. And then the same Arturo. The line that I think really struck me hard was when, when Roddy had said, like, oh, I really wanted us to, to celebrate Las Posadas, but those day neighbors got in the way. Cause for, well, first of all, one of those day neighbors, Rodian, is your best friend, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the most like, one of the most rudest comments I've ever heard her say in the show. Like that rubbed me the wrong way, because it seemed like in the past the Casagrandes have invited the neighbors over randomly in different lo- like times. Like face the music, they came over for Hector's birthday party. Or, like, some other occasions where the, the neighbors will just randomly pop up for no apparent reason, but they're there, and they don't kick them out. Why have all of a sudden, like, oh, like, why can't we have them celebrate? Why can't you have them celebrate Las Posadas with you? Why can't you take them out caroling? If if, the, if Roddy and Bobby would have thought about, like, oh, if we have more people, we can take them all out to Las Posadas. No, we gotta kick them out so we can celebrate with our family. That was really selfish on their part. Because to me, it feels like, they didn't care about the neighbors in this episode, which they should, because, again, the whole point of the Casa Grandes is that we're all familiar and that the neighbors are included, but, you know, it's plot convenience, but, you know. Um, I also really liked, even though I complained about Arturo a lot in the show, like, I don't like the way they utilized him in the show. I'm glad they at least gave him a little side plot to be like, hey, we're trying, we're going to at least give Arturo something to do, you know? So it was nice that Arturo got something to do. Even wasn't my favorite thing and like his little cricket friend or whatever whatever like that was just so random even for the casa grandes and you know i love that roddy and bobby were paired up in this episode because you know they're my favorite sibling pairing and i want a bobby roddy and focus episode so badly and i don't know why we haven't gotten that in the show at all so this is the closest i'll get to a roddy and bobby focus episode in in this in in the series and hopefully it won't be the last so i'm glad at least to focus on them um, you know, it was great also seeing at the end with Bobby singing the song and seeing all the the characters from season one again, like the magician, the guy from Going Overboard, uh, Mr. Hong. It was so great, and and the and Laradian's friends. It was cool seeing those cameos because, like, again, Casa Grande is always on with their continuity. So they're even in season two, they're like, hey, we remember these characters, and we're not gonna get rid of them. Remember, they're like important to our show. So it's great they always continue with continuity. And um, let's see what else I think. And of course, yes, the loud cameo at the end. <laughs> uh, I got to pull up my speech here. Um, yes, so <laughs> the, the, the Lincoln cameo. Um, yeah, probably my biggest highlight of ending 2020 is getting the Lincoln cameo. And I know a lot of people were upset that it wasn't the... We all kind of expected it. I kind of expected it, but I didn't expect Lincoln to get a line, though. At least he got a line. And again, reading into what he said... Because he was like, Casa Grande, which I absolutely love that Lincoln is speaking Spanish in front of the Casa Grandes. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. And then he's like, um, oh, we came to pick up Warrior College, but Vanzilla broke down. Can we spend the Christmas with you guys? And 
<laughs> Good, thank you. Um, and like, um, you know, what 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 what's interesting about that line too is like, there's two things. One, why are they going to pick up Lori if Lori has her own car in college? You know, like, why would she? Why would they pick her up if she already has her own car? But then I was like, well, they said Vanzilla broke down, and I think you know that was uh, Lincoln lying, saying that he really just wanted to see Roddy at the Christmas. We all know that. Like the the whole family was just like awkwardly smiling, like that big grin. Like they they knew what they were doing. <laughs> like they came to see the Casa Grande. They knew Roddy. They knew Lincoln wanted to see Roddy, and it's cool. They're all in on the plan. <laughs> like I don't think for any moment they were not in on it because again. Lori has her own car. She could have drove off, drove back to Royal Woods. Why would the why the family had to come pick her up? Unless her car broke down. But again, they said Vanzilla broke down. So I think it was basically just a lie from Lincoln. The biggest liar ever. <laughs> but yeah, after that, I was like, well, I got my little victory. That's all that matters. Like lots of people were like, Sonny, aren't you upset that they showed up at the end? And I'm like, no, I'm happy Lincoln got a line and implied that he wanted to see Ronnie in. Come on, guys, it's right there. I got my little victory. I deserve it. But um, <laughs> but besides besides the cameo, which yeah, again, my my little victory. And a shout out to Burster who got his little victory with the Sidani hug, like Ronnie and Huggy Sid when they all went to rescue them at the end. That was adorable. So we both won. And Nino, who got his little Bobby victory. We all won this episode, yeah. So we got our little victories here and there, but overall, just a decent episode, like a decent special. Not one of my favorites. I think I like it a little better than Operation Dad, but not too much. It's just in the middle for me. I might have to watch it again, but like the second time I saw it, I was like, eh, it's okay, but not great. But you know, it, it it's it's fine for the first Christmas episode of the Casa Grandes for me. Yeah, I think so too. Is Nat having problems for everyone else? We can't hear you, Nat. Yeah, can't hear you. Um, I have you guys on speaker. I can hear you better now. now. Yeah, I had to. I'm charging my phone so my headphones aren't plugged in. Like I said, um, I can probably only say the same stuff that I said in Sunny's podcast, which was like, I think in terms of Christmas specials, it was okay, but I still think that Eleven Louds of Leaping is like the best one. I think so too. With eleven louds leaping, uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing could be eleven louds leaping. Oh honestly. yeah. And I remember making a joke on Discord, like during, like sometimes when we're watching episodes, like during the commercials, we'll all go in the spoiler chat and like discuss that part until it comes back. And I remember saying like, "Oh, just watch the louds show up at the very end, and it, and it'll be a joke with Rosa saying that she needs more food." And look what happened. <laughs> I think, you know, the reason Nickelodeon showed that was because that promo had just came out after Cursed. So I think once they found out, oh, wait, Cursed is airing today. And we also have a promo for the Casa Grande Christmas episode. And the Louds are in it. When they, I guess they saw, saw the, the, the footage and were like, oh, the Louds are in it. We can show that as like, uh, we're, we're showing that there's more crossover because we just got crossover. 
So basically, Nickelodeon baited us into thinking there was going to be more, which, yeah. Uh, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, that's what I think, too, because, like, they showed it at such a convenient time. And I'm like, oh, they knew that this was going to happen. And I think also just, like, they do it because they know that, like, showing the louds is going to make so much hype. So they did it for, like, the hype factor. I think I pretty much just agree with what you guys said. It was, like, it was a good episode, you know, Ronnie Ann showing... Um, a little bit of how she like um, well how do I explain it it's like a lot of people like to make the argument that like Ronnie Ann and the Casa Grandes and Ronnie Ann and the Loud House are two different people and I'm like I don't know because to me she still when she shows her negative traits like that you're like oh that's still the same Ronnie Ann because she has been selfish before so this was just another showing of that so it was just her but it's time is oh no you go ahead i'm sorry oh i was just gonna say like i think i said this in sunny's podcast too is it like you know she it's understandable the way she was acting because this is the first christmas that she's had with her dad in at least two years or so and so yeah like, it was kind of bad the way that she treated them, but, like, at the same time, I think she could have been a lot worse. Fair. I mean, I could absolutely, I, I can agree on, like, you know, you understand why she acted like this, because it's been a while since she's spent time with her dad, but, again, in the beginning of the episode, they established that this, that, like, you know, Arturo said this could be, like, this is, like, the, I don't know, like, they showed, like, the picture of them with, they said, last Christmas, and I assume, I thought they met, like, last year. And I was like, oh, well, maybe Arturo came to Royal Woods around the time they were living in Royal Woods to spend the holidays with them. But, again, like, they've been gone for two years, so we don't know whether that picture he showed was a, was, was two years ago or a year ago, because he said last Christmas. So I was like, okay, so it had to be last year, right? But we don't know what the timeline between Loud House and Casa Grande is and when they moved, so... It could have been two years ago, but again, I, it's understandable because again, she's been selfish before. I.e., Operation Dad, the same thing with her dad. Like, you know, my head kids with her and her dad, her dad issues still come into play with this. So, you know, it's it's totally understandable. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, have we all kind of said what we want to say on this one. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's move on to season sheetings. Is what I have next. Oh, boy. oh, that's a good. <laughs> that was a good. <laughs> oh no. Okay. I'm gonna go first. Me, me, me. Okay. okay. I, I did. I went first, so go ahead, Sunny. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Season cheating. Wow. <laughs> um. So if there was, if there's one episode that people were divisive on, it was season cheating. Just the idea of, oh no, it's another Lincoln is selfish plot, and Omi, I know you're in the chat. Lincoln Loud Formula works now! I told you so, Omi! I told you! <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to get that in there. I, I heard him say it last night, I'm like, I told you, Omi, I told you Lincoln Loud Formula still works. Um, <laughs> Alright, back to the episode. Um, So this episode, again, was, I was so happy that, everybody, that this was more surprising than what people were expecting it to be, because what, what, what I said on my podcast is basically 
this episode feels like it was written by fans of the show of season one. Because it's like, okay, we gotta get Lincoln talking to the audience, season one. We gotta get Lincoln screaming at Vanzilla, season one. We gotta get Lincoln doing plants, season one. We gotta get Lincoln dressing up as, as his sisters and his mom, season one. It felt like a season one episode fused together into a season five episode. And as one of the resident Lincoln Loud fans here, it felt it's it's been it's been wonderful seeing seeing Lincoln getting so much spotlight in season five because season four did him so dirty. And as a fan of him, I was like, there was not enough Lincoln in season four. And now we've had so many episodes with him in season five where I felt like they've done him right, which is awesome. And in this episode, you know, he is the man with the plan. And I love him doing plans and stuff, and you know, learning that he shouldn't be selfish and put his and, and put his sister's feelings before him because he realized with Swift, with messing with the gift swap, that he forgot about Lola, the person he was supposed to get a present for. And not the biggest fan of Steve Chandler again, you know, I don't like that guy. I never will now at this point. But um, he worked for the plot, you know, getting Lincoln, you know, Lincoln getting that thing from Chandler, but he had to sacrifice his gift from Luna to get the gift from Lola. But then Lily saw him do this, and that's when she gave him his present. Which, by the way, Nickelodeon Instagram story spoiled the ending of this episode, which made it for us to be, like, excited for it. Because, like, why would you give away the heartwarming ending of this episode? Why would you do that, Nickelodeon? But, you know, what can you do? But seeing the context of it made it better than just, you know, seeing it and be like, oh, yeah, I already know what happened at the end. But, again, just, I... You know, I, I really just love Lincoln in the season. Like, all his episodes have been top tier for me. And this this episode, no exception. I loved every minute of it. I just love seeing Lincoln doing these plans. You know, dressing up as as, as Lori and, and Rita to get his, his, his way. And, you know, in the end, getting a present from Lily and him crying from the president and just and talking to the audience. It's like built Lincoln. It's Lincoln stuff built for a Lincoln fan. And it's probably... I think my number two favorite episode of season five now, right after Family Bonding. Like, I love school, but, like, Family Bonding knocks school down for me, and then this episode knocks school down for me again. So, I think it's my number two favorite episode of season five so far, and, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it. I just love this episode a lot. I think it's great, and they did such a good job with it, and I can't wait for more Lincoln episodes, and they can do the Lincoln Lab formula correctly, you me. <laughs> I think, Obeed, I think Obeed will be like, well, I mean, I don't know with the whole Lincoln Lab formula that Obeed is putting up, but yeah, it definitely. He said it in the last, uh, when we talked about our speculation for the episode, he was upset about the Lincoln Lab formula. And yeah. So I tried to tell him that the Lincoln Lab formula can work sometimes. <laughs> right. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll go next. Sure. Um, this episode for me, uh, I'm also a Lincoln fan. Uh, I don't know if that's obvious or not. I'm not really big on saying what I'm for. I'm not big on... I don't get a lot of stuff in this fandom, but we'll say that now. <laughs> um, but I really like this episode because it was, a, as Sunny said, a very old school episode and kind of brought back a lot of um, older stuff. And... It was very the, the most heartwarming part was um, seeing Lily kind of give Lincoln the present at the end, even when he uh, gave out his backpack to the jerk who shall not be named, <laughs> and Lola getting what she wanted in the end 
from the jerks who should not be named. Um, I refuse to say his name. And, yeah, I mean, it was just overall something that was very needed. And I will say, I think that they brought up, they, they kind of brought up the end of episodes and promos this time more than they normally do. I don't know why. It was probably a marketing ploy that I don't get. But I don't, I, I see why they did it, but I don't like that they did it kind of thing. Because they kind of spoiled a lot. But it was nice to see context, but they spoiled a lot. I mean, in the end, I would have not. I would have liked to have been surprised, even though I say tried to stay away. I still saw the promos, and it kind of brought away some impact for me. Uh, I guess I'll probably go next then. Um, so coming into this episode, I was thinking that it was going to be another episode, little ploy here, where Lincoln, you know, gets selfish and tries to get a gift. Because it just feels that way when you hear the synopsis of the episode saying like Lincoln's trying to rig the uh, Christmas gift formula for him to get like the present that he wants. Um, it just felt like, like you know, it's just going to be like another one of those bad episodes that you see from season one to season two of The Loud House. Um, so coming into the episode, I was like, okay, I'm just going to get prepared for people just saying, oh, bad episode, et cetera, et cetera. But when we get into the episode, we just keep on seeing Lincoln, you know, just being himself, trying to go with the man with the plan stuff, where he had a plan for him to get the the loud that he that he wants to have uh, given a gift for, which is Lily in this case. It all worked out, but uh, a twist happened where his parents said he's going to make your um, he's going to finger paint your um, present, which led to uh, Lincoln pretty much screaming into a bus. And also heads up for those who haven't seen season one, but there's callbacks to. The sweet spot for those who haven't seen that episode. I thought that was a uh, pretty cool that they actually reflect back to a couple of those season one episodes because that's awesome that they're doing this whole continuation part here, which they always have a problem with. But now we actually can see some potential with uh, with continu continuation in season in season five of the Loud House. So yeah, we get to see that, and then you get to see more of what the link what Lincoln wants to do with his plan. Tries to change. Try to. Um, uh, switch the cards with other loud members like Lenny Loud, uh, Lori Loud, and um, Luna Loud, uh, Luann Loud in one case too, and then eventually would go back to Luna. I love the whole sequence here where he had to change like his costumes, like he changed to uh, Rita Loud, he changed to um, Lu uh, what was it uh, Lori Loud one time just to get just to get the plan to work, and that's another callback to Cover Girls for those who haven't seen that episode as well. Um, that was. Uh, something reflective for those who want to follow with the continuation of uh, The Loud House, for sure. Um, most definitely, I really love those. Uh, eventually, he did go get Luna, and we definitely can see that backpack. So he would have gotten that backpack, and if, if, it, if the episode ended there, then you would already know that, okay, it's another selfish loud, uh, Lincoln episode. But you forgot about the second part, where L Lincoln had to give a gift for Lola, and he forgot that, and then you get to see a lot of disastrous stuff happen. Eventually, he had to give his backpack away, and I think that I think the whole lesson on that second part of the episode was the most important part because he had to sacrifice a lot to give a good gift for you know Lola Loud. So Lincoln is really learning in that episode, and I thought it was very heartwarming that he had to give his backpack away to get a gift that he would give for a sister that if she never got a gift, she would be very very depressed, very very depressed and all. But 
since Lincoln had to make that sacrifice, he gave the gift to Lola. Lola loved it. All turns out well in the end, but Lincoln doesn't have a gift. So Lily came in in the end to give him that drawing, and it was absolutely heartwarming as well. So no doubt about it, um, we were thinking that was going to be another one of those Lincoln Loud Bad episodes, but in the end, it was something that Lincoln learned. At, uh, that's something that people can learn from Lincoln. Like, you don't need a plan to do all this. There's going to be something good at the end for you. And it was just absolutely amazing just for Lincoln to learn this and all the hardships that he had to go through. It's kind of like seeing, like, look, you're doing this plan to rig your sister's uh, gift exchange. Karma's going to get to you, and Karma did get to you, but Lily came in the end to at least give him a gift, and I thought that was absolutely heartwarming. So, oh, um, the, I would say definitely a, that Lincoln episode that I never expected to see for, from the from Season 5, and definitely really a good episode that really works here. So, yeah, I, I must say a really good Christmas episode for The Loud House with this one. Yeah. I, uh, I think... Yeah, I think I just uh, I agree with what Nick said. It was like super, super cute, and like it really reminded me of season one, Loud House, with just like how Lincoln. Yeah, he can be kind of selfish sometimes, but I think he also has a good heart, no matter what he's doing. And so the one part with like Lily, where she looked out the window and she saw how sad he was, that was so cute. Like, I love how they're really emphasizing how Lily is getting older, too, because she can, like, you know, she's more, she's always been kind of smart, but, like, she really knows all of her siblings, and she's only been alive for, like, two years. So it's really, really cute, and I think her and Lincoln's relationship is so cute. Like, I know she's just the baby, but it, but it's also just, like, I don't know, I love big brother Lincoln. So... Yeah, I liked all the callbacks to the sweet spot and, like, how he was using his mattress as the, um, I guess the board. And then he would go out in the van and scream. Like, that was so funny. Okay. I think that's, is that everything we want to talk about with this one? Yes. That's all I can say, yeah. Okay, Do best episode season five. <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now. I mean, at the yeah, top of the looking episode. There's a lot more season five episodes coming out. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. They can top this one for me. Okay. Next up, a flip Miss Carol. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I knew it. Um, I would like to use my gift card, please. I'm gonna set out for this one. I, I, I'm just gonna set out. Hey, no fair! No one gets to sit out. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go first, then. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I have one thing, really one thing to say. Uh, okay, Flip wasn't that annoying. He wasn't. He actually kind of got on my good side. It was. It was nice to see everyone as a it, for a episode that was only eleven minutes, and them trying to kind of replicate a Christmas Carol. They did a very good job for it only to be eleven minutes, and they made it very uh, 
efficient with how they did the story, and I was very impressed. Uh, they made Flip un less unbearable, and he was um, very nice to give him a, a Flippy machine. Uh, okay, um, hold up, guys. Um, I do need yeah. to go in a little bit, so I will. I'll give my little review for Flip Miss Carol before I head out. Okay. 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 All right. Um, so yeah, Flip Miss Carol. I think it was a really good um, episode just to see how um, a Christmas Carol can be mixed with the Louds. I really thought that the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future were cute, especially Lincoln and Clyde being ghosts of Christmas present. Um, I. Uh, the episode just makes me feel a little bit of heart to flip because, yeah, you can totally see that he's a scam artist. We get to see how he began as a scam artist as well um, and a whole bunch of other things. Um, I have to say, like, it, it was it was just great to just see a little bit of a flip girl. I mean, I understand a couple of people really want to see a little more of a resemblance with, with a Christmas Carol with the Louds, just like having a Scrooge, ha well, having a Scrooge would flip, but having like all the other characters that are also in A Christmas Carol, like a Tidy Tim um, and an assistant. I mean, like Lynn, I'm also another thing too, Lynn Jr. was absolutely cute as an elf as well. So um, yeah, definitely a good pointers out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, what kind of sucks is that in the end, I mean, you get to see the whole story of A Christmas Carol where Flip actually turned out to be a really nice guy to help aid those that are, um, that he, you know, became scam, that he pretty much scammed. But um, in the end, you get to see where Flip brings back that Flippy that Lincoln got for her as a present. And it kind of tells you, like, okay, you're going back to your old usual Flip. So it's like, okay, I gave you a little bit of heart that you got, you got so harsh with all the stuff that happened to you and eventually you would have, would have actually died if you didn't change your heart for Christmas day, but <laughs> you're still going to be that scam artist that we're going to see more often. But yeah, um, I would say not bad for a resemble for a retelling of a Christmas Carol. Most definitely a fun, um, a really, a really okay episode. I wouldn't say like one of the best episodes, obviously, but uh, definitely a good episode to portray Flip as a Scrooge to say. All right. Um, sorry, I gotta get. I gotta go. Um, I have something going on later on tonight, but um, I might. I'll probably come back here just to play games with you guys. So okay. Uh, I'll see you guys then. All right. See All right, ya. See ya. Later. All right. So I guess I'll go next. Um, I don't have a lot of Flip Miss Carol, but. You know, for a Christmas Carol adaptation, they they made it work, you know, it wasn't like the greatest adaptation of Christmas Carol ever, but they made it work, and I, I, as much as I would hate to say this, and would go against everything I believe in, I kind of wish this was 22 minutes, just because there's a lot they could have put in here, so cramming everything into 11 minutes, but, I mean, a 22 minute flip, flip episode, I don't know if I'd be happy with, but... <laughs> It would have worked better if it was 22 minutes so they could put a lot into Christmas Carol. But, you know, they made it work. I like the design of the ghosts, too. Like, look at the Clyde as ghosts were so cute. Uh, Lynn as an elf, adorable. But, um, I, I, you know, like, after getting Casagrande Christmas and the ending with Lincoln Cameo, and I was so over the mood after that, and Seasons Cheating, which I absolutely loved, I kind of stopped paying attention to this episode because I'm like, oh, yeah, the flip christmas episode is after two great moments for me i, I can't i try to pay attention but i stopped kind of paying attention after a while but like 
I think I, like the, the the one scene that made me laugh though was um the scene where um I think it is it is it Lisa or it's Lucy it's Lucy who's the ghost of of, of death. She shows a uh, flip's grave, and flip's grave is just a pizza box with his face on it. And I was like, oh, nobody cares enough to, for flip that he would just have a pizza box as as his grave. Which reminded me of the episode of Darkwing Duck where they showed his grave and it was just like a, a flower pot with his face on it. Um, but yeah, like I don't think this episode will really like change anything about Flip. If they do, I'll be surprised. Just because like, you know, this episode they portrayed Flip as kind of a jerk and, you know, I don't like as what I what I hate about Flip specifically is that he's not a jerk. He's just annoying, you know. In, th- in this episode, they made the they, they tried to paint him as like an evil guy, but I don't believe he's an evil guy. I just believe he's kind of, he's just kind of a jerk, but also just annoying. Like he's not like a bad guy. So like in this episode, like oh he's so evil. He he's the Scrooge, you know. It's like he's not really evil. He's just he's just annoying. He shows up when he doesn't need to. That's what we don't like about him. Not that he's like a jerk or anything, you know. But again, like. It, it was fine, but I, I don't think this episode will change anything about Flip. If it does, great, but I think if they change anything about Flip after this episode, it might ruin what makes this character stand out, if you could say that is a good thing. But I don't know. I, I think it's just, it, it was fine. You know, it, it worked for a Christmas Carol adaptation, but it, it's, it, I, I could have liked a little bit more. The backstory of Flip was interesting. You know, I, I I don't know. I just I'm I'm kind of it's a, it was okay. That's all I'll say. It was it was all right. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty. I think it was pretty good because it was like I remember this year like has basically been like the flip apocalypse with <laughs> all of the freaking flip episodes, and some were good, some were okay, and this one I think was probably like one of the better ones. Because they are, like it's not the best adaptation of a Flipmas Carol, but it or like of a Christmas Carol, but it's still it was still pretty entertaining, to say the least. Yeah, and I mean, they it's not the worst thing that we could have gotten. <laughs> That's true. I mean, like Blinded by Science is still the worst one to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one was that one was just kind of gross. Yeah. Four butt cheeks. Ugh. <laughs> At least Flip wasn't gross in this episode. I think he was all right. Yeah. If they... if they don't make more gross episodes about him, then maybe I'll start start to tolerate him. They can't promise that. They're gonna do it again. I guarantee it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can believe, but it will happen. Okay. Um... Oh yeah. I think I misplaced. There was only three episodes, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think I'm in the right order then. So we have new episodes coming in uh, January. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't have January. I don't have the list with me. I, I had to look for it because I kind of closed it when we were playing games by accident. <laughs> um. So give me a minute to kind of look for that list. Is it on uh, Futon Critic? Uh, I, well, I have, it's, um, if you look in, um, Casa, Casa News, that section, they do have the list of the episodes airing. I found it. they are. 
Okay, so the, the Casa Grande is on January 22nd. We have the kid plays in the picture and achy breaky art. And on the 29th, we have Guilt Trip and Shortcut. Um, so we actually have titles for picture, art, cow. I would like to say picture. And... <laughs> picture, my favorite episode. I'm confused, though. Like, are those the official names? Because we actually found out uh, the, the, the descriptions of them with other titles called ad, uh, advi Advertising Trap and The Real Art. Because, like, the kid plays in the picture doesn't sound like a, a good a, a name of an episode to me. <laughs> that sounds kind of random. Yeah, it's clever. Yeah. Carl. What do you, uh, he's, he's like, uh, becoming like a toy reviewer or something. <laughs> this, that's gonna be funny. This is going I'm to be, I'm excited uh... for the Frida one, because that's the one where, like, she has to, she has to, um, accept that, like, she's getting bad reviews on her arts. And I'm like, that's such a mood as an artist. <laughs> bad critiques on your art, oh, oh, that, that's gonna be very relatable for me. Yep. I, I, I'm hey. gonna say this. I expect yeah. a Ryan's Toys Review reference, or oh yeah. my god, I expect it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not far off from Carl find the best scheme. It's like, oh, like some kid is making money off of reviewing toys. I could do that. Yep, and he will. Yeah, and then shortcut and uh, no shortcut and guilt trip. We've already seen on Amazon, but they're actually officially premiered. If anybody hasn't seen them yet. Yeah, Both those are uh, the last week of uh, January. And I think another thing about the kid plays in the picture is that is the title. We'll find out soon. Um, I assume it is. But um, it's gonna. it sounds like it's kind of going to be like the Big City Greens episode where they uh, had everyone going uh, crazy over the influencer who at like Logan Paul. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. I can't remember the name. I, I know I haven't seen that one. I don't watch Big City Greens that much. Let me see which one it is. But there was an episode where um, they had a really annoying influencer that acted like a either Logan Paul or Jake Paul. It was kind God. of insufferable. I know they had a they had a Pokemon reference in one of them. That was kind of funny. Yeah. I don't watch like it. <laughs> I, I could name a bunch of either, but I saw it. I could name a bunch of Simpsons episodes where they have influencers come into the show. Like there was a recent one where Homer and Bart became like uh, internet sensations because an influencer like like wanted to get them to be famous. That's the that's the closest um, one I could think of. Just seems like it's a um, yeah. a recurring theme in animation to go after these annoying influencers. But again, you know, it's it's Carl that he can come up with it's like hey i can i can do this for money absolutely you know reviewing toys i'm a kid i review them i get paid for it. like he'd be all for that i mean i would i would yeah. do it and i collect toys so like i would love to get paid to just buy toys and be like doing reviews of them and stuff that would be awesome and yeah. i'm 22 years old and i would happily play with toys for money like i'm not even kidding <laughs> oh, i would too i would too 
Me too. So it means I don't have to get an actual job? Let's do it. Yes. Like, just stay home and get paid for what I do? Absolutely. And then the, the we have also the Loud House episodes on the 22nd. Uh, yes. Cow Pie Kid and Saved by the Spell. I don't know what those are going to be about. And then the 29th, No Bus, No Fuss, and Resident Upheaval. I haven't heard about we any still, of those. We still have no uh, descriptions for these, but we did get... Uh, we, the, there was that Nickelodeon highlight twenty-one that showed three sneak peeks from the Loud House, from episodes we don't know about yet. Yeah, like Lincoln in that I, awesome outfit, which I absolutely love. Yeah, I do too. And I, people, people have already drawn it, me included. <laughs> like yep. that, I was thinking, like when I saw Lincoln's outfit, I'm like, I thought he looked like a K-pop singer, like a boy band singer to oh, me. Oh yes. That would be so cool, cause like, and his voice actor can sing, so like, it's perfect. Oh my god, if he's a K-pop singer, and and, and they're like, perf- like performing like as a K-pop band, imagine if if it's okay, Loud House so obviously, but what if Roddy is in the audience as a cameo? Oh my oh god, my god. <laughs> <laughs> he might heard the show. It's like I'm gonna be in a K-pop group now, and she's in the audience, like screaming and being a fangirl. Oh my god. Oh yes. Like some yeah. people predicted that, because like, like the one episode is called "Saved by the Spell," and we and they're like, oh well, Lincoln likes magic, so magician. And so I was like, well, I I, I would kind of believe it. Like my prediction was that maybe you know. In uh, Antidoff, his friends said they hated, they didn't like his magic, so maybe they want to upgrade his look, so maybe his uh, magic, his magic show would be more uh, uh, interesting to the crowd or something. But again, that outfit he's wearing does not look like a magician's outfit to me, not even a modern one, especially the fa- the fedora and again the the, the the fingerless gloves. Like that does not look like a, a magician look. That pop boy band, like a '90s 2000s Backstreet Boys look to me. <laughs> but and we don't know we'll find out yeah that one and then uh, the one with lynn and i think it might be liam that, yeah so that's that's kind of an interesting combination i think that's gonna be from cowboy kid because again cowboy or cow cow, cow pie. pie kid yeah yeah because the only person i could think of related to cows is liam and kids if you want to stay safe do not look up look up what a cow pie is it's not what you think. Don't Google don't that. Don't Google that, kids. Just don't Google it. I can't believe they're getting away with that title anyway. But yeah, that's definitely the Liam one. Uh, there was either... also a scene with like um, Rusty and Lincoln, but we don't know what episode that's from yet. And we don't have descriptions for these yet. Hopefully we get them in the coming weeks because we have no idea what these episodes are about. It's either um, Liam or Lana. Or both. It's It's Liam. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see what's next. The Amazon leaks. I, th- I I brought them up. A couple of episodes leaked on Amazon. I don't think we should talk about them yet. Yeah, no. They haven't come Especially because they're gonna air like the two of them are gonna air um in the in the end. So I didn't talk about them either on my show. Yeah, well, I I thought I'd bring them up just in case. Uh, I don't think they're available anymore at the time we're doing this. Unless you bought them, no, they're not available anymore. Uh, thank you, JD, for explaining what Cal Pie is. <laughs> JD, no! 
Yeah. We said it's cow poop. We did not. No, we said yeah. don't look it up. We didn't yeah, want we you to bring it up. Listen, I'm from the south. I know. I live next to like I've been to the farm and stuff. I live next to people who have animals, so I know. I already knew what that was, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's gotta be Liam because he lives on a farm, and on a farm, one of your jobs is to clean up cow pies." I mean, technically, we could talk about how meal tickets ending got leaked on the Lao Casa YouTube page, and it's still there, by the way. Oh, it is? To this day? Like, yeah. It's still there. Yeah, they did not delete that clip. That clip is still there. My word. That's one of the leaked episode, Meal Ticket, which, you know, there's some really great stuff in that episode that you can see, but the entire second act of Meal Ticket is still on the Lao Casa YouTube page. So that's the only like spoiler you could say for one of the episodes. Stop saying what cow pies are. God. Yep. Told y'all that. <laughs> All right. So next up, I think this is probably gonna be the f most fun part of what we have to talk about tonight. I have a slide for the favorite oh. moment of the we're not year. Gonna, we're not gonna talk about the other Cascarati episodes that were announced. We talked about them. No, the other ones. You didn't hear about the other ones? Like the one with Arturo dating Radiant's teacher, the choosing between friends one. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't yeah, know about those. Yeah, those are the others. Yeah, if you look at, um, I don't know where they where it could be right now. It could be, it probably is in Casa Grande News again. If you scroll way up, they have, maybe I'll find it so I can find it for you. Maybe I should drop it somewhere. Uh, I found it. Thing. Okay. Teacher's Fred and Utter Mess. Yes. And then there's the other two. Um, Fool's Gold and uh, the Flight Plan episode. Okay. So there, there's f these four I did not even know about. Oh, yeah. We were talking yeah. about them like a couple of days ago. Those are the ones I'm freaking out about. Especially, you know, the, the Teacher's Fret and, and uh, Utter Mess. Which, by the way, you know, that, that title alone, Other Mess, you know, when can you think of any Cal-related thing in the Casa Grandes? I can't think of anything Cal-related in the Casa Grandes. So, and the description says, Rodian has to choose between her besties. And one of them we know is Sid, right? So my prediction for that, for that episode has to be, one of the other besties is going to be Lincoln. And something to do with Dairyland. Because again, I, I don't, unless there's like a fair or something that happens in Casa Grandes, because plot convenience, I don't know how they're gonna like have a cow, so, cow something cow related in the Casa Grandes to have Roddy and choose between your two besties. But again, it says utter mess, utter being cow. So something something to do with, with a cow. But again, it says Roddy has to choose between your besties. And I think it ha it's gonna be Sid and Lincoln. But that but, I, but I'll totally be wrong in the end. The one I'm most most interested in is teacher's fret. Roddy oh, finds too. out her dad is dating yeah. her teacher. That's going to be like, I really hope that's that's what Grandparent Trap should have been to me. With the whole, like, Roddy and be worried that Arturo is dating. Because you know, he's dating her teacher. And he's, like, again, like, Arturo and Maria divorced two years ago. And he's, he's ready to move on already. So fast, you know? Like, it's going to be awkward, but also kind of interesting to see how Roddy feels about Arturo dating again. Yeah, and then to also find out how she feels about him dating her freaking teacher. Yeah. I've seen this in sitcoms before, 
you know, the, um, the, 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 the divorced dad will date the teacher, the kid will be excited because, like, oh, I could get better grades and better, um, attention in school because they're dating, but if they break up, then it'll be, like, horrible now. You know, Roddy and, she probably won't take advantage of that, but maybe she'll get, like, better attention because, because Arturo's dating her teacher, but once they, like, break up or something, then, like, the teacher starts to get out on her or something, so it's gonna be kind of a very interesting episode once we get it. Yeah. I'm very excited for that one. And then I see the other one, the, uh, one about the, uh, fancy plane ride is on here. The one that people in chat have been referencing. Yeah. The Frida and Carlos. And then the, uh, Fool's Gold, which, by the way, that episode is, is the setup for season two, which, when they're gonna be, uh, cause in, uh, senior class, Hector said that he was, uh, like, uh, related to Pachavia, and in season two's description, they said that they're looking for Pachavia's lost gold, which is, like, a like some kind of like, like some kind of like historic thing in like, uh, like Hispanic culture or something. So it's like gonna be like what like Omid said on this podcast, like their version of like a Ducktales episode, which will be a really fun episode just to see them like go on a little adventure to find this lost gold or something. I wonder if it's gonna be a recurring like storyline or just one episode. That's what I'm thinking because they set it up in season one, and then because when Hector said he was related to Pachavia. And I was like, oh, Pacha B is the one they said had the lost gold. So maybe it'll be like a continuous storyline in season two. I hope so, because it seems like a wasted thing if you're just going to do it for a half episode and move on. Well, I mean, we all know what happened between uh, between uh, uh, Carlota and Diego. Did that one thing for one episode that she breaks it off in like another episode off screen. <laughs> <sighs> we still heard about that, don't we? Yeah. It still <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um right now I'm I'm playing the fireworks have started in where I'm at. Thank God I have a mic that don't pick them up, but I'm playing the game of is it a firework or a gunshot? <laughs> I have to play that I every can relate. year. And uh just making sure nothing happens. Thanks. I live in a rural area, so I don't think they'll be shooting any. You're lucky. They <laughs> do it for 4th of July, though. I think everyone does with it. Oh, I don't, but I think most everyone does for the 4th of July. I don't, I don't live in the city, and the city banned them, and I wish where we did ban them, too. Oh, yeah state do you live in if you want to say south carolina oh we're not that far i'll live in the south <laughs> yeah 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 i go to tennessee a lot for vacation so yeah. yeah that's not that far i'm up in the east of pennsylvania where all the snow and cold this is <laughs> and the natives in california all the wildfires are <laughs> <laughs> Of course you bring only that up. you can prevent only you can prevent wildfires <laughs> California is where all the crazy is yeah it's also where Nickelodeon is one day where I'll make Roddy Kincaid and I'll break down their door and they get arrested for it <laughs> uh, okay so I guess the next thing is I feel like we've all kind of brought this up in previous episodes because I think last time we did this, we did the fourth one thinking it'd be the last one of the year. 
Um, and we talked about our favorite moments of 2020. But I kind of want to bring them up again because um, we had more episodes since then. Have they changed or are they the same? Well, I guess I'll go first. Favorite moments from both shows. Um, yeah. I did this on my show, but there's a lot of things I forgot. <laughs> so I'll, I'll say some of them I forgot. Like, I forgot about Flea Market. That episode aired this year. I totally forgot about it. The Lobby episode. I really liked that one. And I was like, trying to remember what episodes I liked from Casa Grande's. Since I'm mixed on season one. Like, season one had some very, you know, meh episodes. So I totally forgot what episodes I actually did like. And I was like year whatever they did it you know just wasn't everything it was up with fire yeah so flea market i liked um i liked uh copycat because that, that episode like really took a lot of my head cans and made it like canon that variety is desperate for attention um i'm saying cosmic variety is first i guess <laughs> um uh operation dad even though again i have mixed feelings on that episode again i still liked it for the first like special they did um Cursed, obviously, a highlight. The biggest highlight of this year for anything for me was Cursed. Um, and uh, I did the Christmas episode, but, like, the Lincoln cameo, obviously. But, yeah, definitely Cursed was a highlight. Um, uh, Misstep, I liked, too. Uh, I liked uh, fail like the one you have here, Fails with the Crypt. I liked that episode, Casa Grande's. Loud House, it's hard to remember because, like, season four was just ending in, in 2020, so there's a few things I forget. But a lot of my highlights are from season five, mostly, for Loud House. Well, don't you forget about me, just because, like, when that episode dropped and, like, I heard Lincoln say he was going to hang out with Ronnie in that episode, I had the biggest heart attack. That was the biggest surprise for me of 2020 was the Lincoln, the Lincoln and Ronnie, the Ronnie and Cameo, don't you forget about me, and them hanging out throughout the entire episode. Even that episode... Ice, like just them hanging out together. I want a full episode like that. Um, let's see. Loud House, yeah. Um, schooled, of course. Big highlight. The first one hour special of the Loud House. Uh, family bonding. I mean, I don't even know what. I don't even know how much more I have to say about family bonding. Still, my favorite episode, like of probably of all time at this point now of anything from Loud House. Uh, season Chi, obviously, second favorite episode. Uh, Letty becoming the oldest in um. The, uh, the episode where she takes over as the oldest of the family now that Lori's gone. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh. Ah. Uh, I, I think that's about it. Like, I can't, I can't remember what else about that. That's just a bunch of those episodes were big highlights for me. Matt, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Who wants to go? Oh, I said he can. Oh, okay. You kind of cut out for me. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Cut out for that for a moment so I didn't hear it. Um, so I'll go with the Casa Grandes first. Uh, one of them I was going to use was 2019, so I can't say it. Uh, Operation Dad. That was like right at the beginning, beginning of the year. A very big highlight for me because we finally got to see Arturo when he's not on a phone. And it was nice to see him come back. Um, like I have on the uh, slide, uh, Flails, Fails from the Crypt. That was probably the easiest one to pick because I just liked everything about that one. Uh, seeing everyone get freaked out, that's a thing of mine. I 
laugh at other people screaming. <laughs> uh, and pick one more for the Casa Grande. So if I, if I don't go uh, with three, I'll be talking all night. Um, Dial in for Muster was a personal highlight for me because it was it just kind of uh, showed a different side of Carl that I didn't really see beforehand. It made me really like him more. And oh yeah, Cursed. A Cursed goes up without saying though. I think everyone liked Cursed. And then on uh, The Loud House, I'm going to say uh, Blinded by Science. No. That was my least favorite. Um, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. Uh, Family Bonding, I agree with Sonny on that one. That was a really, really good one. Probably not my favorite of all time, but it was really good. Uh, School, despite Chandler being in it and just being a complete and utter jerk. And I'm going to say Kernel of Truth. That was a highlight for me because uh, we got to see everyone together for a very rare appearance as a news team. And they weren't actually terrible at their job. Yeah, I think that's everything I have to say on those. I'm trying to think of... Because um, I know Sunny did this in the episode that I was in. So I was trying to think of some of the ones that I, I said, like, I know Old School was really good. Just, I think, so far, all of season five has been pretty good. Um, family bonding was good. And then the... I was trying to think. There was another one. Um, aside from the Christmas episodes. Mm, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't think of any. But I know there was, for Casa Grandes, there was the, um, oh, I know one. The, um, for, more for the Loud House, there was, I liked all of the ones with, um, they were kind of building up to season five. Like we had the, the one with, um, do not, uh, don't you forget about me. That one was good. That was this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, this yeah. year's, yeah, this year's been so crazy. I forget. <laughs> but, yeah, like um, I totally forgot flea market was this year. Like I, w I was like, what was, the, what was the lobby episode? Oh, that was the beginning of this year. Yeah, there. Yeah, that one was a good too. And then um, there was the um, oh the Mexican Mexican makeover and misstep were both really good Casa Grande's episodes. I liked those because of the Mexican culture, and also because we found out that Rose's mom is still alive. Which is kind of cool. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think that's much like the good, like the good ones that I can think of. And just, yeah, I just think season five as a whole is has just been like really good because it's been one of those things that, like, if you've been into the show since it first came out, we've been wanting to see them age up for like, it's almost been five years. So. <laughs> Like, four and a half years, pretty much. We wanted to see them age up. So, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And it's been really nice yeah. to see them finally. They they can recycle plots if they want to and make them kind of different for an older yeah. demographic. Yeah, is... pretty much. Yeah, like, because, like, we, like, they have Lynn and Lincoln are in the same school now. 
so they can do stuff with that or like you know do more stuff with, with the high school or Lori in college you know things like that and Lily in preschool and like even with the Casa Grandes like Curse confirmed that the Casa Grande season one takes place between season four and five because Curse had Lily in her t-shirt and shorts so eventually I hope we at least get like a schooled version for the Casa Grandes or they confirm that the characters have aged up like like the Louds have because if, if Lily's in her clothes now that means that Roddy is 12 years old now so there is like a yeah. canon there's now a canon timeline between both shows mm-hmm. right yeah so like and then because like we have horoscope and that was during season four of the Loud House so Lincoln was still 11 in that one so yeah it's we'll have to figure it all out Someone will. Yeah. Yeah. If Lincoln comes back again in Casa Grandes, he's gonna be twelve years old, hopefully. Yeah. Like unless like they make it unless like I remember we had a theory before that like the Casa Grandes takes place in the past or something. So it was like the Casa Grandes is in the past and then the Loud House is the present technically. So like I don't know, that would be kinda cool. <laughs> I mean, it would be interesting if, like, they kept Roddy at 11, Lake is, like, one year older than her, but I think it, for yeah. the sake of it, they need to age up the characters with the Loud House if they're going to yeah. come back sometimes. Mm-hmm. So then it's, like, but then it begs the question, like, is Bobby in college or did he just, is he just not in school? Because, like, we don't ever see him in high school either, really, except for, like, the test well, episode. Yeah, and also uh, in uh, Never Friendly Story, he said, like, oh, I, I'm behind you in class at that one guy, but... I think, like, yeah. maybe now because Lori's moved to college and, and her college is only a half hour away from the city or, like, a couple miles from the city, maybe he's not worried about it right now because, like, oh, like, Lori's going to be close to me anyway, so why do I need to go to school now? Like, maybe he's just taking a day off. Um... Unless they have it where... Unless he, like, didn't graduate and he got held back or something. Oh, no! No! oh i hope neil's not listening (laughs) i hope not because that would mean that carlota got held back too and that would be cool to see them both graduate together since apparently they're the same age but like i know like again the shortcuts like carlota well sneak peek we saw a sneak peek of shortcuts that carlota is like working on like a final or something so I would assume it's for like her day the beauty school or something. Yeah, yeah. So she's doing yeah. So she's doing beauty school. So I'm guessing she might have graduated high school, and that's what she's doing for her college is beauty school. So yeah, I guess Bobby might just be taking a break. Yeah, like I, I think he needs to take a break just to save some money for college first. But again, like if Lori is only a few miles away, he doesn't need to go to college right now because he can see her whenever he wants to now. Yep. But yeah, this is like, I think, so this year has basically been us seeing the Loud House kind of go to a new level, which I think makes sense because it's it'll be turning five years old in 2021. And so they kind of need to have a, a bit of variety and change things up because there's only so much you can do with, you know, the characters as they were. And so with having them age up, it just opens up room for more stories. And especially because, like I said before, that now that Lori's off at college, Lincoln finally can get the spotlight again. Because season four, 
didn't have enough of him and like we got a bunch of episodes about Lori, you know uh, like like the whole story about her going to college and now that she's away characters who didn't get stories like season four focus like lincoln can mm-hmm. finally get focused again now that lori's gone not saying like it's a bad thing that War- i mean it's a bad thing that lori's gone now but she can pop up whenever she wants to like season this she popped up for a bit but now that she's gone it's like we can finally focus on characters that deserve it like literally we need lily in preschool more like in the middle school lenny becoming the oldest now lenny needs to learn to drive now you know so now that lori's gone there's more potential for other characters to get the focus they deserved than like last time what if there was like an episode where lincoln tries to get lenny to give him her room because now he's like oh or like he tries to stay in her room because like they lenny has the room all to herself now and he's like oh it's a bigger room so maybe I can share room with Lenny now while Lori's away. Well, like, in season cheating, Lynn was just <laughs> randomly in Lenny's room for no reason. I'm like, is she sleeping in there now? Like, what was that about? <laughs> yeah. So, How like, I, do they steal Lori's bed while she's gone? <laughs> I would imagine, like, maybe Lori told them, none of you can sleep in my bed. I still come back on the weekend. So maybe they know not to, like, take lenny's bed or maybe they borrow it or something on the weekdays when she's not there and like oh we didn't sleep yeah. in your bed <laughs> we like room with a feud except it's are all over again yeah yeah <laughs> okay so i think the last thing i have i think the eighth one is the uh signing off we are going to be signing off for a while but um I don't think there's any other news for us to bring up. That's the final slide I have. I think we kind of got into everything. Uh, so, yeah. And then 8 one is signing off. We aren't going to be signing off yet. So, we've gotten through all the topics that I had planned. I don't know if there's any, anything else for you guys that you want to bring up. Uh, before we get back into games. I mean, I I did this. On, I, there's one thing I do want to ask, but I did on my podcast. But I want to ask you, Saran, a question. Okay. If you'd like to answer it, what what do you want to see from the Loud House of Casa Grandes in 2021? Are there any episode ideas or anything you're looking you're looking forward to, or anything that you want to see from both shows moving forward? Like any anything that you want from the shows? Have you thought about? I asked that on my show, so I wonder if I could ask you this. Well, I. I do have ideas. They aren't kind of in my head right now because uh, I'm actually working on planning the first episode of back for me and I'm going to kind of discuss those in depth on Tuesday. Uh, but I, but one thing I will say, I do want more, uh, like I want to see more CJ and Ronnie Ann episodes like that, that one, the first one we got, uh, the pirate, the Pirate Show one, one of my favorite episodes ever. I want to see. Are in the family. That I want to see more like that. Uh, but oh, I agree, yeah. We need to get more of those, too. We do. That That is the most wholesome chemistry I've ever seen in a show. But other than that, uh, nothing really much in my head. Cause I, I'm still working on kind of getting a list together for Tuesday's return of my show. It's okay, yeah. I was just curious. Jeez, fireworks. And, um, I was going to say, I think um, I'm going to skip out on the games because I need to go eat, but I will stay for the rest of this little part. Okay. 
But, Give um, some people other chance to play. I think that uh, in this case, everything that we that I had planned for the uh, for this portion. So, anything you want to self promote before, if you're gonna head out, I will uh, go first. All right, so I'll self promote myself. Okay, so <laughs> you can follow me at X Sunny Clips on Twitter or X Sunshine Clips on Instagram, where I post my art. But I'd mostly do it on Twitter, but um, Instagram as well. And also, you can follow me at my podcast. It's called Castellau Chats. I just um, revealed a new logo for my podcast, and my podcast, uh, Casa Loud Chats, where I discuss the Loud House and the Casa Grandes, will be returning on January 4th, uh, 2021. I'm doing a preview, a 2021 preview show discussing all of the news that we talked about here, but all the news, all the speculation, everything that's coming out for episode there, but I'm also looking for anybody that's interested in becoming a guest on my show, because I like to invite fans of the show to come on to my show for new episodes of the loud house and the casa grandes and i will be posting probably this week or next week a, 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 a quote unquote sign up sheet if you want to sign up for an episode to, co- to come on my show for an episode to review i'll be doing a sign up sheet and first come first serve or if you just don't care about what episode you come on you could just say hey i want to come on and i'll schedule you in so yeah Probably this week or next week, there'll be a sign-up sheet for anyone that wants to come on the Casa Loud chats and, you know, be a guest on the show and talk about new episodes and whatever you want to do. So, yeah, make sure you follow Casa Loud chats at Twitter and also on any um, podcast feed you have, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes podcast. Wherever you listen to the podcast, Casa Loud chats is there. And that's about it. Okay. Nat, do you have anything to self-promote? Hold on a sec. Uh, I, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Wyoming Parmesan, and my Tumblr is the same. I don't use it much, but it's there. Um, and then my Instagram is Wyoming 2016. Okay. And, oh. oh, and Ao3 too, and Fan Fiction. They're all Wyoming Parmesan. Okay, so I'll I'll wrap it up by saying my show has been rebranded to uh. CSG Cybercast, and it will be um, returning on January 5th. It's on Twitter at CSG Cybercast, and still on Anchor at uh, the same. And I'll be doing more guests this time. I'll find a way to do maybe a sign-up sheet or something on my show. But what I really want to say is tomorrow's January 1st, and I'm doing a special end-of-year live stream recap for my big project, Affiliate Radio. I've spent a lot of time working on it this year, so we're doing a four-hour mix to uh, kind of wrap up the first year. Tomorrow at 1 o'clock, I'll kind of post it everywhere, but I worked really hard on it, and I kind of wanted to promote it here because I've really worked to get that show where I want it this year, and it's done very well. So, yeah, tomorrow at 1 o'clock, we're going to do a big mix to kind of wrap up a great year despite the circumstances. I think that's everything. Um uh, Sonny, are you sticking around for games, or is it just going to be myself in the chat? Yeah, actually, I have to get going because I'm getting super tired. So yeah. I don't think I'm going to stick around for it. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. All happy right, New ya. Year, guys. Bye-bye. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you have a good one. Have a, have a happy 2021.
Bye. See you, Sonny. Okay, so that is it for the uh, Kaza Live portion. Um, I think we'll stick around and do a few games. Probably not too much because like them, I am getting kind of tired. And part of me wants to go to bed, but I know we did promise some games, so we'll do a, we'll do a few games and wrap up the uh, stream there. So, so I, I've heard Among Us, but uh, we don't have a lot of people for that, so I kind of want to avoid that for tonight when everyone's here. That can be uh, the Discord server is going to start doing some more games for that. Um, uh, first of next year. So we will definitely do Among Us. Uh, if you haven't joined the Discord server, I will say this. If you haven't joined the Discord server, I say you should. Because, well, we're going to be uh, doing a lot more game nights. We're going to do some watch parties. Uh, some more collabs. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you haven't joined the Discord server uh, and you want a link, I'll post a link. Um, but we'll be doing a lot more in 2021. So, yeah. I think what we're going to go ahead and do is instead, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the stream here. Um, let you guys go off and have a wonderful last however long of 2020. Uh, despite the circumstances we've had this year, uh, I thank you guys for what the year has been uh, despite, despite COVID. Uh, you guys have made this year a lot better for all of us. And I've been very happy to showcase everything that we've done this year. Um, there's a link to the Discord server. And it's just, it's just been fun. I've really gotten... It's really been fun to get to know a lot of you. And it's been really fun to do these five in uh, one year. And we're going to be doing a lot more in 2021 so yeah if you enjoyed this make sure to leave a like on it um we did a good three hour stream let's just say three hours uh and it went very smoothly so that is it for me my last sign off of 2020 and in in 2021 this will go up tomorrow probably around two o'clock because i have another video coming out at noon um and then at one o'clock the year mix on the Aphelion Music YouTube channel that I worked really hard on. So, yeah, a big busy day for me tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get some rest. Uh, we might do a game night tomorrow in the Discord server as well, so keep an eye on it. I'll announce it probably in the morning if we're going to do one. Uh, I'll coordinate it. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to do it for me. If you enjoyed, make sure to leave a like on it. If you enjoyed this Casa Live, the fifth one we've done this year, leave a like. Share it with everyone you know. And yeah, that's going to do it. I'll see you uh, in 2021. Stay safe. Enjoy your new year. And I'll hopefully see some of you tomorrow. <laughs>